He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Good morning, Christian America. That's what we're going to talk about. Jesus's response today as he's questioned again about the resurrection. Once again, he's confronted with scribes and in this case, Sadducees who don't believe in the resurrection. And they try to test Jesus. His response today gives us a little bit more insight about how God's plan is not our plan. Our misconceptions about the future, our own ideas, our own understanding, and being led by those ideas and those understandings as we know it can mislead us as they have misled, have misled this Sadducees who questions Jesus. Let's get into the scripture today, this morning. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Ed here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across this nation. We come to you this Monday to bring you scripture as we do every Monday to bring you scripture as we continue our journey through the gospel of Mark. Today, we're going to be talking about Mark chapter 12, verse 18, when Jesus is questioned about the resurrection. If you followed us in the past, you know that he's teaching his disciples he's giving lessons of wisdom to those around him and he's being challenged by various pharisees sadducees scribes elders people who think that they know people that they want to expose jesus for being a fraud even though he's not um and today's passage that's exactly what happens again and as jesus is teaching in his ministry a Sadducees comes up and asks him about the resurrection. And it's notable that scripture even notices that the Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection. There was a schism between the leaders of the day, the Pharisees who believed in the resurrection um, and the Sadducees who didn't. Let's get into scripture, hear what it has to say, see what it has to say, and then talk about it on the backside. So again, if you turn your Bibles to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verse 18. Verse 18 starts, he says, Some Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to him and, and put this question to him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for, Moses wrote for us, if, some, if someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman and died, leaving no descendants. The second married her and died, leaving no descendants. The third likewise. And the seven left no descendants. Last of all, the woman died. At the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had been married to her. And Jesus said to them, are you not misled because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God? When they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but they are like the angels in heaven. As for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly misled it's interesting in this passage um there's a lot of depth to it that we won't get into today 
um, just because it would take far too long. But just the idea of having our own earthly ideas of what the kingdom of God is like. Without Jesus, we would have we would be blind right now. We would be in 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 insufferable sin, and we would the gates of heaven would would not be available to us. But not only that, but even the idea of what heaven would be like, the kingdom of God is like, we wouldn't know because Jesus wouldn't have been here to describe it, to describe our own. And when I say our own, I mean even the Jewish people during this time, their own misconceptions of what the kingdom of God uh, would contain or pertain because of their own failings, their own misunderstandings. Here you have a Sadducees, a leader in the community, someone who studies the uh, ancient religion that they are a part of, Judaism as they, as they are a part of, and yet they still don't get it. And we've seen this a couple of times when Jesus talks about the kingdom of God and the Pharisees try to inject uh, a point of view or try to knock Jesus down uh, from his pedestal by bringing to him um, questions about the kingdom of God, about the law as they understand it. And it, most notably, when the Pharisees bring up the idea of marriage and uh, divorce, Jesus has to correct him and, and say, look, the reason the law of Moses gave you this ability to divorce was because of the hardening of your hearts, but you were never meant to be divorced. That's why the man leaves the, his parents to be with his wife and the two become one flesh, right? Jesus points that out to him from the very beginning. And he also points the, the fallen nature of man and how Moses's law gave, uh, gave them the opportunity because of the hardening of their hearts for a bill of divorce that that's that's a few that's a few chapters before this and so in this case similarly you have religious leaders who think that they know what the kingdom of god is going to be like they think that they know and they're trying to prove a point scripture starts this passage with saying of the sadducees some sadducees who say there is no resurrection. So they already come in to this discussion with a preconception of what is right and what is wrong and what is good and what is not, what makes sense and what doesn't. They already come into there with their own agenda, with their own preconceptions. And then they put this question to them, this ridiculous question about, oh, if, if uh, uh, according to the law of Moses, if this woman, is married to seven men, all brothers with no descendants, then whose wife will she be in the afterlife when they are raised from the dead, even though they don't believe about being raised from the dead? Jesus knows this, obviously. He's uh, attuned to the snarkiness of this question, and he has to put them in, in his place that you're misled. And you're misled because you don't read the scriptures. That's an important phrase. It's an important phrase because it happens today. There's so many Christians that are misled because they don't understand the scriptures because they haven't read the scriptures. And so instead they take their own ideas of what the kingdom of God is gonna be. They take their own ideas of what quote unquote being a good person is, what being kind, being accepting is. 
doing what what the work of God or the or the teaching of God is, but without getting into the scripture, they're misled because it's very simple. We're so fallen. We have our own ideas. We are so um, our egos are so big that we think that because we believe something that it must be true. It's called confirmation bias. And then all, the more people that that show you that it's not true, the, the, actually, the more hardened that you get. Um, it's a it's a flaw in us. It's in it's a flaw in us uh, of us who are too arrogant and not humble enough to know or to remember that there is one who is greater than us, who has more knowledge, but that it's not even knowledge, it's wisdom. And that we can only be lucky enough to be shown just a glimpse of that wisdom. And Jesus goes down and says, look, when, when you die, there is no more marriage. He says, you will, you will not be given in marriage. They will be like angels in heaven. As for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses about the passage about the bush? God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly misled. This is Jesus pointing to scripture to the people who are supposed to be the religious leaders of the day, who are supposed to be the most educated, who are supposed to be the most knowledge, who are supposed to be the most holy. This is Jesus having to go to scripture and reiterate it, regurgitate it for them and say, you are greatly misled because scripture says so. Do you not know? Are you not misled because you don't read the scriptures? This should be a lesson to us that even the so-called leaders in our organizations, in our ministries are not perfect, first of all. And, and if they're not sticking to the scriptures, if they're not sticking to the word of God, when they're preaching, when they're providing advice, when they're giving ideas, then they're misled. And if they're misled, then they're gonna mislead others. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you like, short videos like this. If you like what we're trying to do here, provide some inspiration, information, and education on the scriptures, on the word of God. We'd ask you to be a participant in the Christian American community by liking and sharing and subscribing to this podcast, subscribing to this YouTube channel, subscribing to this Rumble channel, following us on all the social media platforms. If you do that, we'd much appreciate it. And we continue to grow the Christian American community and we continue to expand the effort to revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. And until Friday, when we come to you again on another podcast, we hope that you uh, stay on fire for Christ. You stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.